Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local, it's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Bucks are doing 24th pick in the 2022 NBA Draft. The Milwaukee Bucks select Marjan Bochamp from the NBA G League's Team Ignite. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. And the Bucks have made their selection at pick 24. Marjan Bochamp, he's a Milwaukee Buck. He was there last night. Very emotional. Guy's been on a journey. He's trying to find a school that he could play basketball. And he got in a situation where... Once the pandemic hit, he thought there was no path for him to ever get to that point. Thought about quitting, stayed with it, and now is a Milwaukee Buck, pick number 24. And Marjan Bochamp is the newest member of the Bucks. Actually, he is the uh, third newest member that I have officially. The Bucks picked up somebody in free agency last night. This is groundbreaking if you guys didn't see this. Iverson Molinar from Mississippi State. Do you have him on your big board? And then they also traded back into the draft. They traded back into the draft for Hugo Basson, a Frenchman. Guy is 6'4", 196 pounds from France. He was with the New Zealand Breakers in the... NBL of Australia last year. So maybe we'll have to go down under and contact our guy, Kane Pittman, to find out the latest about Hugo Basson. So if you went to bed early last night, not, geez, not even early. Bucks drafted that guy at like number 
58, but it was like 11.30. And that's not official official. They still have to go through, you know, whatever the NBA does to make these trades official. Some of the trades last night are official. That one, you'll still see him with the Indianapolis, uh, the Indiana Pacers, Hugo Basson. So that's that's the second guy. The first guy is the guy that we're going to talk about the most today, Marshawn Bochamp. And when you look at this guy, I don't think he was a guy that was on too many people's radars, at least around here. I know the Athletic did have a mock draft where the Bucks took him, so it wasn't totally out of left field. Uh, John Hollinger of the Athletic, he did have him as like his 40th prospect. But then again, just on my stupid measurement of if it was a good pick or not, the guy was there. <laughs> the guy was in the building. And if you're in the building, that typically means you're going to be, you, you're somewhat good, right? That typically means that you're not terrible if you're in the building. So he was in the building last night. So that's, that's enough for me. And, you know, you see some highlights of him and obviously you just see the highlights and the highlights always look good because they are highlights um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how much I want to commit to saying about it right now. Was it a good pick? What is it? Was it a bad pick? I think a lot of people like the pick once you saw the guy who was there and again, very emotional and, um, you know, it meant a lot to him. So that's always encouraging to see, uh, he, there was a pre-draft workout he did where, he said his ticket in the league is he wants to he wants to play like Herb Jones, which if you watched any of the NBA playoffs, uh, Herb Jones for the Pelicans had a great playoff run, especially against when they played Phoenix. And the Bucks were interested in Herbert Jones last year, and he's a guy, he's a 3 and D guy, but a very explosive and athletic guy. And so Bochamp wants to be that kind of guy, and that's absolutely a kind of guy that the Bucks could use. John Horse last night, we'll hear from him later. He thinks that Bochamp might be the second most athletic player on this team other than Giannis, which is huge. Also, I'm trying to think of which Bucks I would consider to be the third most athletic. I mean, there's they're all athletes, but this guy can do a few things that, you know, you don't see George Hill or Wesley Matthews doing. So, encouraged by the pick. We'll see. You know, the guy's got a big upside. I like big upside picks. You know, you're at 24. You're not going to get a guy that's going to start for you, most likely, especially if you're the Bucks. You're looking for a guy that's either going to play 15, 20 minutes a night for you and be a contributor, or, you know, maybe maybe eventually 10, 15, and, and the upside's there. And so the Bucks, I think they could try to find a guy that is going to provide them more minutes now and then maybe plateau over the next few years, or they can find a guy that, you know, they bring along, develop, and and maybe he could be an impact guy. Again, it's hard to, you know, the Bucks have not drafted well this decade. They've dra- they've actually drafted very poorly. Very poorly. Except for one major exception in Giannis Adetokounmpo. I had somebody unhappy with the pick talking to me last night. They didn't like the highlights because it looked like as they were saying, he was playing kids from MATC. You know, he was playing undersized kids, and maybe the competition wasn't there. 
I mean, we got remember the video we saw of Giannis. Guy was playing second division Greece kids. So it, you know, it's it's hard. It's it college college basketball and the NBA draft and all that stuff. And there's more people that come in. He was with G League Ignite, so I don't know how much of the 15 games you watched of them last season. But in in the NFL draft, you got a pretty good read on most of these guys, at least what their college career was like. And they're in college a few years, three, four years. You know, you know who Joe Burrow is. You know who Trevor Lawrence is when these guys get drafted. Uh, in the NBA, you know, we're, we're learning about Marjan Beauchamp this morning and throughout the next couple of weeks. And for all accounts, I think that this is the guy that the Bucks like. So we'll see. Coach Bud was very eager and excited about it. There was a video last night. John Horse was tripping over himself. They actually, t- they actually talked about they might have traded up for this guy. They were thinking about trading up for this guy. Now, if the Bucks traded up, I don't know what they would have given up, but if they would have traded up and then Marjan Beauchamp's the guy, I think we're all upset. But if he's there at 24 and they take him, all right, let's let's see what happens. 414-799-1250. Again, I'm Bart. That is Tim Shea. Mike the Painter. Mike, what's up? Good morning there, Bart. Hi, Mike. I am really pleased with this. I, and I remember, you know, we were talking after the playoffs were over, and you asked, what do the Bucks need? And I said, we need to get a younger Wesley Matthews. And I think this guy is that guy. I think he can come in and give us those minutes off the bench and give us that spark. I really like his story. I was just reading about it, and he really worked hard to get where he's at, and he did well in the Ignite League. And I just, I'm really pleased with what they did. And this guy, I think, is going to be a really good contributor next season. Well, I hope so. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how much we'll get from him next season. I think if we get a lot from him next season, I'll be very happy. But if it's a situation where it's a development guy, you know, and that and that's – you want the Bucks to improve wherever they can. And they they improved last night. They're a better team than they were, you know, this morning, this time yesterday. But how much is he going to give you? We need we need guys that can make an impact. So that's that's what we're going to see. You know, I, want, I, I, I can't I can't determine that right now. I I want a guy that in the playoffs can we use him instead of having to rely on on George Hill. You know? I want this guy to come in and play defense like they're saying that he's capable of. And the film that I was watching on him, he was able to play the defense that, you know, we need from him at the wing. You know, so I'm I'm really pleased with this pick. And like I said, I, I hope he can come in and uh, contribute off the bench and be that guy that can spell, you know, a Matthews or a, a Middleton, you know, and give us that spark on the defense, man. So, well, if you're happy, happy, then I'm happy. Well, we should all be happy because yeah. a kid got drafted for the Bucks, and he's coming to the NBA championship team. So. Yeah. That's why he was so emotional last night. He knows he's going to win a title. Yeah, that's yeah. what we want. Yeah. All right. All right, Mike. All right, thanks for the call. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. You too. Bye. Thanks for the Have call. Have a good day, Tim. Goodbye, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. A lot of people sign off as if I called them. Oh, thanks for uh, having me on your program. You called me. You called me, man. Marshawn Bochamp to the Bucks. Here's the John Hollinger 
I mentioned him from The Athletic. Here's the breakdown on him. He has been the recipient of much first-round chatter, which Hollinger thinks was going a bit overboard for what projects to be an energy guy. Bochamp shot 27% from three and 71% from the line while mostly playing as an undersized four and was also the same age as most of the sophomores in this draft. It's not like he destroyed the G League either, registering a 14.7 per PER. You guys look that up in 24 games. Bochamp has a seven-foot wingspan that he can use to stronger effect defensively and on the glass. And that's why he may be able to get away with playing the four in the pros. More skill development could eventually allow him to play the three, which is where he would add the most value if he can pull it off. So John Hollinger thinking that this is more of the line of a prospect type player. The write-up from ESPN.com, it's pretty long, but I'll just give you the synopsis. His experience functioning as a big guard is useful. He has more upside than most defensive-minded wings. To reach his full potential, he'll have to improve as a three-point shooter. He's a bit hesitant to fire off the catch, even from the corners, but he boasts strong shooting mechanics and flashes a reliable stroke in the mid-range and from the charity stripe. So there you are. Marjan Beauchamp. 6'7", 185, from the G League Ignite. Jacob, Southside, what's up? Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Jake. Well, um, it's my bucks. I had to call in and give my take. And I guess I didn't have to, but I wanted to. No, we were um, waiting for it. <clears throat> I know. it's Everybody waits on my uh, every last breath here on this show. But um, <laughs> first things first, I mean, it's a bucks draft pick. I have to assume he sucks. And if he doesn't, like, hey, good, good times. Um, but, you know, my mom always taught me to always stay on the positive side of things. So I'm going to give the positives of his scouting report from what I saw in his uh, G League highlights and community college highlights. Um, he's a good kid. It's going to be easy to root for. All right. Thanks for taking my call. All right, Jacob. There you go. Jacob, not wow. impressed. Okay. <laughs> He's, he's a good kid. Easy to root for. So I think the biggest takeaways are why people like the pick. The reaction that I got, why people like the pick, are because he seemed very emotional when he was drafted. And as my breakdown was, I was happy he was there because that means he expected to be drafted relatively high. So that's our professional breakdown on Marjan Beauchamp at this point. We'll give you more reaction, more discussion, more thoughts, more breakdown. We're trying to learn who this guy is. We're learning about this guy. Plus, a lot of other news. A Badger drafted. A Milwaukee Panther drafted. As that pipeline continues, 414-799-1250. I'm Bart. That's Tim Shea here on The Fan. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. There's three ways that I, as a host, could play the show today. And I've I've done the ways before. I could come in here and just say I hate the pick. Plant my flag to that. Just say, I hate the pick. It sucks. Who is this guy? What does he bring? I could do that. I could do the other route where I love the pick. I'm overjoyed with the pick. I've done that before. I did that with Thon Maker, and that didn't work out. I'm 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 taking the other approach. I'm just trying to learn about and provide you information on the pick. Yeah, we're going we're going that route. I could get all hot and bothered. I could get all celebratory, but I'm going the route, Tim, of information and discussion. And I know. It's not going to get me on first take for $10,000 a week, but, you know, when the when the guy got drafted, I didn't know much about him. I didn't do a lot of draft prep. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I didn't do a lot of draft prep. The NBA draft for me is just wait and see who they draft and then learn about the guy after. Well, yeah, because at 24, I mean, the, the possibilities were endless. And then there were a couple names – like, who were people saying? Walker Kessler? 
or the kid from Ohio State. You know, there's a couple of there's a couple of names that people were like targeting on, and I was thinking, work harder or work smarter, not harder. I wasn't gonna learn about all these dudes and then come draft night not know anything. And I don't know that Marshawn Bochamp would have reached my radar. Now again, there was a one mock draft with the Athletic that that pegged him to the Bucks. I think the morning of. But I, I didn't I didn't know. So we're learning together. So I could I could be this morning. Oh my God, you guys are gonna love this kid. Oh boy, let me tell you, I'm putting those chairs back out. I could have been. What is it with John Horst drafting these guys that nobody knows them? I mean, the video's great. How is the video grainy in 2022? Where are these guys coming from? Could have done that. We're going with, all right, this kid seems nice. Who is he? Here's a bit of the breakdown from ESPN, and you'll hear from Bo Champ as well. In the 2022 NBA draft, the Milwaukee Bucks select Marjan Bochamp from the NBA G League's Team Ignite. Hear that roar, a celebration. What a journey for this young man. From the G League at the age of 21, played 12 games for Yakima Valley College before joining the G League. Average over 30 points and 10 rebounds and five assists. On his journey, Bochamp grew up in the heart of central Washington, just 60 miles southeast of Mount Rainier. So chasing the summit has been something that has just come natural. Tried various routes to get to tonight. How about attending three different Seattle area high schools before traveling to the Southwest for a fourth and final high school stop in Glendale, Arizona at Dream City Christian. 2020, Bochamp committed himself to a rigorous training schedule instead of college. 2021, the trail led him back to Washington and Yakima Valley College, where he appeared in 12 games for the Yaks. He signed on to the G League Ignite for the 2021 season, was a breakout star, averaging a shade over 15 points a game. And now it continues as he goes to Milwaukee. And look at the tears, the emotion. God never gave up on me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, everything I had to go through, all the adversity and no one believing in me, you know, it, this is special. Kevin just talked about how unorthodox your journey has been. Yeah. One of the things that I find most curious about you is the year you took away to kind of commit to just training, not right. with a team. What have you learned about yourself? You know, I learned that, uh, you know, I'm a warrior, you know, you know, you can just throw me out there and I'm, I'm going to figure it out. And I, I know I, I found God, you know, and God led me through my hardest times of my life. And, you know, I, I thank him every day now. And uh, I thank my grandma. Uh, and this for my grandpa, you know. Uh, I'm li- I'm living for his legacy, you know. And I just want to, I just want to be great. All right. So the kid had some struggles trying to latch on, and he worked hard. And he's a family man, and he's dedicated to being good. Again, easy to root for. Now it's kind of just well, let's wait and see what happens, right? Yeah, pretty. Now it's kind of pretty all much. Right. I mean, let's watch summer league. <laughs> That's going to be the next thing, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> and we're going to do we're going to do what we always do on this show. We're going to break down summer league like it is the most important thing. Do a pre-game summer league, post-game summer league. Well, here's so uh, there's four summer league games that have been announced. The first one's on the 8th with For the, the Bucks. This yeah. is okay. Yeah. Every team is every team is four announced. Where where are they playing in Vegas or Vegas? I, okay, do they still do Utah and Vegas or am I? 
No, I don't have the answer okay. to that. Okay. Yeah. Not that that means anything. Or... Well, the Bucks are in Vegas. That's all I care about. But they have four games that are scheduled, the first one being the eighth, and that's against the Nets Summer League team. And then the fifth game, they match up based on your record in Summer League, and there is a championship. So the Bucks could be Summer League champs. So what I'll do is I'll look forward to it. I'll get very excited for it. I'll talk about it that whole week. They play on a Friday of the week of July 4th. So we'll preview. I mean, we'll basically preview the game all week. And then I'll get home at 6 o'clock. I'll turn on the Summer League. I'll watch it for two minutes. And I'll say, oh, yeah, I remember this sucks to watch. So that's what I typically do with the uh, Summer League. Uh, Dead serious here. I have a buddy who loves Summer League and will go out and watch a few games every year to Vegas. He He, goes to Vegas. He obviously goes to Vegas for other reasons, but he plans it around Summer League as well. Well, I mean, if you're going to go to Vegas, if you're going to go to Vegas once a year. Would you go to a Summer League game if you were out there and that was going on? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? And then when you're watching it, you're probably like, why am I here? No, I'm sure it's cool. When you're, I mean... There's a lot of stars that go, and then there's scouts and stuff all over the place. So, yeah, I'm sure it's a good time. If you're going to go to Vegas and you plan around Summer League, okay. I got, I got no problem with that. Why don't you go with them? Why don't you take me? Never been to Vegas. Oh, well, do you want to go? Uh, not to see Summer League. I, uh, yeah, I'll go to Vegas. It's fun. I got a brother that lives out there, and we haven't been out there in a few years. Okay. So I'd be a good excuse to get out there. I want to go. If I'm going to go to Vegas for the first time, I'm going during the NCAA tournament. Oh, to gamble and stuff? Yeah. You There's a lot of opportunities that you could have gone to Vegas. Uh, well, there's the Raiders now. You can go watch them. There, there's been big wrestling events. Okay, you could have gone for that. The Badgers played out there in the bowl game. You're like a Badger diehard. Yeah. yeah. I Why don't you go out I there for that? Gone. I should have gone. What the hell are you doing? I don't know. Timmy. But summer League? Yeah. That's right up your alley. It is. That's right up your alley, man. All right, so we're going to hear from John Horse momentarily. He did talk last night, so we're just going to listen and then uh, interject as we do when when we play those kind of things. But John Horse did talk very late last night. Said he couldn't comment on Hugo Basson because that trade's not official. I was going to say not official yet. Even though the Bucks put out a release saying – They've traded for the rights for Hugo Besson. So I got that release from their PR department, but John Horse unable to say anything. That might have to wait until the league year starts with money and situations like that. Now, last year, the Bucks drafted um, Mamu, Mamu Kelishvili, yep, and they kept him. But then they also were back in for Kalitz, Georges Kalazakis, George. But then they got rid of him. They traded him away. He was playing with the Thunder at the end of the year. So I, I don't know. Like, we'll break down Bochamp. He's here. I, I don't know how much I'm going to break down Hugo Besson is what I'm saying. Other news in the draft last night. Uh, Bancaro goes first. So Woj all day is saying Jabari Smith Jr. is going to go first and then Chet Holmgren second and uh, Bancaro third. And the Magic take Bancaro first. He had said that he didn't know until 30 seconds before he was getting drafted that the Magic were going to take him. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what he had said. So that was kind of interesting. That either made a lot of betters very happy or Woj cost a lot of people a lot of money. We'll talk to Horvath about that later because Woj was pretty 
he said earlier in the morning, yesterday during the show, we said that, hey, this is what this is what Woj has is one, two, three, and he's reporting it as if it's already happened. And then the Magic throw a curveball. Maybe that was their intention the whole time. But if you had Bancaro, I think our guy Nick Costos had Bancaro last night as the number one pick. So there was there was money that was made. I think Horvat did too. There was money that was made uh, last night because of the information that Woj was putting out there. Woj and Shams in this eternal fight to see who's going to be wrong and who's going to be right. The Detroit Pistons had a good night. They take uh, Ivy, Jaden Ivy at five, and then they were able to get uh, this other guy, this Duran guy, tall guy, good center prospect, via some weird trade with the Knicks. So they got two guys in the top 15. So it was a good night for them. Johnny Davis goes to the Wizards. That's where all the mocks had him going. That was right. Johnny Davis, uh, Badgers. Goes to the Wizards. I did see one thing he said, just via a tweet, where he was saying that, oh, I was, you know, it's hard for me because I didn't play with NBA talent, so I try to get them the ball, and they weren't always like ready for, for something where it was a slight dig at his teammates. He's like, I look. Hey, wait, here. he really said this? Yeah, on Twitter. Like, or? Uh, there was a I just report. Rec- I just recorded him from. Earlier in the night. He said he said something to the extent of, you know, my teammates sucked in a polite way. But he said something to the extent of that. And then uh, Patrick Baldwin Jr. I got a text from my brother last night. I think Woj had already reported it. Oh, yeah. Warriors. Yeah. He says, rich get richer. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm dubbing it the 414 ears. Because now you got Patrick Baldwin Jr. from Sussex. Hamilton to Milwaukee. This is the first draft pick in Panther history that goes in the first round. And now they've got another guy, Patrick Baldwin Jr. His season at Milwaukee was not good. He played a little bit then got hurt. And then I think the, the thought was, let's just, I mean, he's already going to be a first round pick and it, you know, he's on the edge of it. He was on the edge of it. He was at times thought to be a lottery pick and maybe the season knocked him out of that. You know, he did not have the season at Milwaukee that you would hope for. It was so bad that his dad lost his job. I think he played, what, 10 games? It was not a lot. It was not a lot, and there were not, you know, some of the games it was like, okay, this is the kid. Like, this is supposed to be. Never had that moment. No. Never had that run. No, never did. But there's enough potential there, and the Warriors have been drafting those kind of guys. You know, like Jonathan Kaminga and. Uh, Moody, maybe, maybe Bo Champ's one of these like potential guys that, you know, it might take a while. I think the Warriors are doing a good job of, they've got a varsity team. And as soon as all the seniors graduate, Curry, Dre, Steph, then the JV team can step right in and win conference with the team that they've assembled. Now for the Warriors to do that, they had to suffer massive injuries to some of their guys and be the worst team in the league. But then two years later, they win the title again. So it all seemed to work out for Golden State. So now Patrick Baldwin Jr. joining the champs. So a lot of interesting news and notes from last night. We'll talk to Don Wachillis from the College Sports Show that's on the air throughout the fall and spring here on The Fan. He will join us at 740. We'll talk to Kevin Holden, 840 today. We'll talk to Ryan Horvat at 9 o'clock. We'll hear from John Horst on his two picks, one he can talk about. That's coming up next. I'm Bart. That's Tim Shea back in three on the fan. 12.50 a.m. The fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. 
here in the Lakeland University studios. Brewers get the win yesterday afternoon. And you can find out all things baseball with the unwritten podcast on the Odyssey app. Ron Darling, you hear him on TBS games with BA. You hear him on Mets games if you ever see that feed. Former Mets pitcher and Jimmy Rollins, the former Philly shortstop. They dive into the history of baseball's unwritten rules, the sign stealing, the bat flipping, the no hitter jinxing. And new episodes are released each and every week. You can check it out on the Odyssey app, of course. This week's episode is gamesmanship, including uh, how you fake out base runners and chat out the opponent. I wonder if they'll have the old hidden ball trick from Little Big League, if they'll discuss that. But the podcast is unwritten, and you can find that on the Odyssey app. 414-799-1250. We'll hear from... John Horse momentarily. We'll hear from John in Franklin right now. John, what's up? Hey, good morning, Bart. I'm fresh off my nine-hour flight from Australia, where it was Friday yesterday. Yes, uh, welcome home. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> I think I was uh, excited about my Summerfest lineup for tonight, and I was a little bit... Uh... You're going tonight? Yeah, I'm going to go see Lita Ford, Warrant, and Quiet Riot relive the days when I was a lot thinner, Bart. There we go. Well, have fun and tonight. I have a lot more hair on my head. Yeah, have a good one. Thank you. Um, yeah, the weather should be pretty sweet. It's funny, I was telling Tim, you know, it's like funny with the NFL draft, We all, a lot of us feel like we've got it all figured out the next morning. But like with this NBA draft, I have no clue. Uh, I like how he sounds. Sounds like a guy that's going to work hard. When you're picking at 24, you know, what are you going to do? Let's be honest about it. Uh, you take, you know, you take some flyers, and a lot of them aren't going to work, but one of them did for us, and we got a championship because of it. So uh, I'm optimistic, but I do certainly uh, appreciate uh, the kid's attitude. I'll tell you that much. I like that. Yeah, if anything, if I've got a – like, I don't – it's not that I'd critique the kid. I'd critique, like, does John Horse know what he's doing during the draft? Because even, they like, they, so, well, that was before, well, he was in the front office. But that was more Hammond. But you look at, like, John Horst, you know, you're looking at DJ Wilson. You're looking at Dante. You're looking at Jordan Wara. It's not great. No, Bart, but by the same token, they're kind of a victim of their own success. I mean, they're not picking in the top three. No, you know, I know. I, I know, but you, there's still some of these guys. Like, how do the Warriors get Jordan Poole at 30 and turn him into that? That is a very, very, very valid point. And that's all you can do is hope, you know, this kid could turn out to be something like that. Um, yeah, your point is well taken. And you, you team that up with what the Warriors have, possibly with Wiseman. Man, and you know, so it's like they've got a whole second tier of potential. Patrick stars Baldwin coming. Jr. last night going there. Uh, yeah, right. I and I, you know, we talked about that. I mean, we, we knew it would have been a, a, a long shot, but we were kind of hoping maybe he'd fall to the Bucks. That's another lottery ticket that might get scratched. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be exciting. Uh, yeah, as far as Bochamp, seems like a good dude, and so that that's it's better to root for a good dude than a bad dude. Absolutely. We'll uh, keep our fingers crossed. He turns out to be a person that can give us some some action off the bench. All right, Johnny, have fun again tonight. Thanks, buddy. I'm out. John and Franklin, 
1250. All right, let's hear a little bit from John Horst. He talked last night. You'll hear the reporter's questions. You'll hear Horst, and then we'll interject uh, throughout. So it's not like I'm just going to play this and go get coffee. Although, uh, if you want to go pick up some Wendy's for us, that'd be a good choice. Tim? Me? No, yeah. the other could, producer that I'm I, no, I, granted to have here. I was going to say me before you said my name. Sure, I'll be right back. What do you want? I want one of everything. And two potato wedges. I want uh, a biscuit, the sausage, egg, and cheese, but I want potato wedges on the sandwich. Copy. Like I do with chips sometimes in yep. my normal. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's John Horst. Please don't go. I'll miss you too much. Here's John Horst. Well, you haven't done this in a few years. So what? How did? Uh, what was the night like in terms of seeing the draft board fall? Marjan being there. Milt mentioned that you guys were really excited about it. Maybe even to the point where you want to move up. So what was what was that kind of like? And then be able to actually turn in a card and make a call. Yeah, it was great. I mean, a great process. The the hundreds or I don't know, thousands of hours collectively that a staff spends to um, go through this process and explore all your options and be ready to move up and move down and move out and, and just all the different things and have your target and work on your board and, and the hours that our scouts spend on the road and away from their families to really study these players and, and understand who we want to get. And at the end of the day, would it be right or wrong? But Marjan was a player that was ranked incredibly high for us. Um, and as the draft progressed, we felt like there was more and more chance that we could get him. We didn't want to rely on getting him at 24. So we worked really hard to try to figure out a way um, to basically control our own destiny um, you know, credit to, to our guys and the process, great partnership with Rich Paul and Calvin Andrews and Clutch. Uh, those guys are incredible partners and friends in the business. And I think for us, we got a player that's uh, exciting for him. He has a home and an opportunity to to really grow and develop and mature um, with a great culture, you know, and a great, great group of veteran players. All right. A clutch guy. Nice. There was a video that the Bucks put out and John Horse is on the phone. You can't really hear Marjan that well. But you can hear John Horst, and then Bud's there too, and Bud's very excited. You know Bud's excited because I start. I'm thinking Bud might be like more of a caveman than a 2022 human. He doesn't say a lot. Like he's his he's got like 13 phrases. You know, you see those behind the scenes things, and he's always like, "Pass, be strong, commit, attack." And then obviously we always say all all he says is, "We got to be better, do better." You know he's excited when he says, that's big time. That's big time. He says that at one point here. I forget when he – but he, he always says that's that's big time. Here's the video the Bucks put out. Marjan. Okay, I'm going to just going to take it. So a horse is oh on my the God. phone. There's Bud. <laughs> Man, we are so excited to have you, brother. Congratulations, Marjan. This is Coach Bud. Yeah. Congrats. It's big time. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's Bud. Hey, uh, you know, some coaches are like, hey, uh, Marjan, we're so excited to have you. Yeah. I, I, This is how we're going to work with you. Uh, we've got everything figured out. You know, Giannis is excited. Chris is excited. We, we really see a role for you on the team. Bud calls you. Hey, coach. Hey. Yeah. Big time. Draft. Card. 
Excellence. Commit. I hope you play better. Coach Bud, we're going to teach you how to play better. No night's going to ever be better. More from Horst. Uh, So often with the picks you guys make and the players that you acquire, we're talking about three-point shooting or offense. Uh, I think Marjan's skill set, more defensive to start. What kind of gives you the confidence that he'll be able to do enough offensively that you get to use the tools that I think you guys are really excited about defensively? Yeah, Eric, I think it's, it's, to me, it feels like the IQ of the player. I, I think he really understands how to play. Um, and he believes in himself as a shooter. He's, he's, uh, he uses the ball, he uses the ball in pick and rolls. He uses the ball in the mid range. He's, he's a willing three point shooter. Uh, he's got great size. He's got great form. I just think it's something that'll grow through reps and through opportunities. Uh, playing in the G League's hard. You know, he's a young player that played in the G League. It's, it's the college basketball is hard too, but G League's a whole different level. And so he played against, you know, NBA level or pro level players at, at many different times. And, and I thought throughout the year, he got better as the season went on, finding his spots, finding his rhythm, finding his confidence. So I think it's, it's the basis of the skill set that he has, but also the IQ. I think he really knows how to play. So, yes, I hope he become a great shooter, but offensively, I think he's already pretty gifted in just his feel and his understanding of the game. Uh, what excites you guys about him defensively? Length, athleticism. I think he's got a grittiness and a toughness to him. Um, you know, he's going to have to work on his strength like any young player. He's going to have to work on understanding where to be. But I, I really think his length, athleticism, and kind of his mindset, I think he wants to defend. Um, again, the IQ, I think he understands the importance of that. And he's played against really good players. One thing about the G League is a bunch of fast, quick, athletic guys, and I think he really held his own. You know, We studied the heck out of him. And he, was, he was pretty impactful defensively this year, being kind of a big wing but playing a lot of guards. So I think he's had some good experiences and kind of believe that he can do that at our level. All right, John Horst in one minute. Hyping up the G League more than anyone's ever hyped up the G League. I will say what what excites me about the pick, what actually excites me about Marjan is I retweeted it's a it's just a one minute video of him. And you know, he's just putting up shots and running some drills. And how much are you gonna learn from from one minute? I mean, if I took one minute of my best work over five years. And did a highlight tape. Oh, I'm going to the Radio Hall of Fame tonight. But, you know, you listen for a little longer and you're like, ah, this scrub. So anyone can put together a mixtape is what I'm saying. But I will say just in the one minute that I'm watching of Marjan, he's athletic. He's athletic. He can move. He can jump. We need that. If Horse is coming out and saying, and he'll say this at, at one point, whether we play it or not, that he's the second most athletic guy potentially on this Bucks team, I don't know how like high of a bar that is, first of all. But could not we have used something like that in the playoffs? You know, the Celtics were athletic. They had guys bouncing all over us. The Heat have a lot of athletes. The Warriors, whoever we would have faced, a lot of athletes. George Hill is is an athlete, but I don't know how athletic he is in terms of today's NBA. Not to keep picking on him. Grayson Allen. I mean, they they don't do what this guy can do. Now, they have other traits that have made them good NBA players and have had nice careers so far, but I, I like the athleticism. So if anything excites me, it's that. John Horace, Bucks GM, more last night. What was talking about during the pre-draft process? Y'all had long conversations with him. He kind of told y'all about his background, his life and stuff. 
obviously it's an interesting personal story, but what was it that appealed to you about just what he was like off the court and just what he had been through to get to where he is now? Yeah, <clears throat> that's the special part of this process is you get to learn about people. And yes, we're betting on skill sets and you're betting on statistics and things that they've done, but you're also making bets on people. And you never fully get to know one in, through an interview process, but you do the best you can, just like in any other walk of life or in business. And so um, having dinner with him, spending time on the court, off the court, um, spending time around the people that are around him that are close to him, you know, doing your research and, and getting information on the backgrounds and, and all the intel that you can do. I think what we feel strongly about Marjan is that he's got a great heart. He's a really, really good person. He loves basketball. Um, and he wants to be great and he's willing to sacrifice and, and put in the work and, and really commit to an environment in a culture that I think will grow and develop him to be great. And so I think it's the determination that he showed in this spirit of the, I mean, he's got a great heart. He's a great kid. Um, great young man, I should say. And I think that's what Bud and I and, and our staff and spending time with him really felt. I know Mike will, will make these determinations, but I guess as you and your, your staff scouted him, and especially the way it sounds like you, you think he could play defense. Um, is there a hope, a thought he could be, you know, in that, I hesitate to say rotation, but, you know, that regular season rotation of being able to play, you know, at 21 years old and some experience, or does it feel like this is still more of a, you know, two, one, two kind of building to that point? Yeah, it, I think it's a balance. There's no way we want to put a ceiling on when he can have an impact. And I also don't think we want to put any undue expectations or, or undue pressure on him to say that we need him to play to be good. I mean, I think we're, think we're a really good team. We're on the verge of, of being great kind of each year, these last few years. And, and I think we're going to be really good again next year, hopefully. I think he has a chance to, to work his way into that. And if he doesn't, that's okay. Like we have a a rookie scale guy um, who we believe in that I think can have an impact, but what that looks like is to be determined. You know, we talked about the G league is an opportunity for him to grow and develop. If he needs to get minutes, if we have a role for him um, throughout the regular season, Bud is and his staff are incredible at development, player development, whether they're playing in the games or not, we have a great system where guys get better in our system every single day. And we're all committed to helping Marjan be the best that he can be. That could be minutes um, for our team earlier. It might be a lot of G League. I think that's to be determined. But um, we wouldn't have used a very valuable asset, as we talked about the other day, um, on a player if we didn't believe that he could figure it out with us. Well, I, I want him to play. I think a lot of us don't want to see him. Like, Mamu, is, he's on the roster, but he's, he's coming in in garbage time, and he's, you know, he's playing in Oshkosh. I want to see this guy. I want, I want to see him play with the Bucks. I want him to develop into a role player. I think Herb Jones is a great comparison because that's what Bo Champ had, had mentioned, that he wants to be like Herb Jones came on in the playoffs so strong where he was knocking down shots and making big threes, and just that athleticism is something that you know could be missed at times with the Bucks, especially when Giannis is off the floor, to have another guy that can just dunk the basketball take it from the top of the key and, and charge the rim and dunk. Uh, and he's a tall dude. We don't have a lot of that. So I want to see him. I want to see him play. Obviously they need to develop him. Horse says Bud's great at development. I would like tilt my head at that. Who, who gets astronomically better? I mean, so I guess you could say Middleton and, and Giannis, you know, they get better year to year. Is that Bud? Are they developing young talent? I think Pat Connaughton's gotten better, but he's you know he's already a veteran. Jordan Wara has almost gotten worse. Dante, 
Dante didn't get any better. So I don't I don't know. I don't know how well they are at doing what John Horse says, developing some of this young talent. So this is a guy, he's got he's got ability and he's got the want to. So this is a guy that if you can't develop this guy, uh, then 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 that's a horse problem. More or a bud problem. More from Horst. Was it important for you to make the pick this year? If you look at obviously the investment you've made in players and you, what you spoke about, but you kind of look ahead, and there aren't that many first rounders in your immediate future. Maybe that that's the goal if things go the way you want. Was it kind of important that to to say okay, land a first round talent for this roster that could be under team control for you know four years? No, I, the focus wasn't to draft a guy. I think we talked about the other day. The focus was to figure out what the best value opportunity would be. We had lots of opportunities to trade out. We explored opportunities to trade up. Really, they were to trade for Marjan. Um, trade down, we evaluated those. Didn't want to get out of a range where we could get him. And I think at the end of the day, we felt that the best value for 24 now and going forward for us was to draft it. Um, but it wasn't out of a sense of urgency to have a rookie scale guy. I think that we feel that's going to help us kind of extend this window and be the best that we can be, not only now, but going forward. You know, and that's the other thing that I like, and I talked about this with the Packers draft. I like when teams have a guy that they want, whether it's whether it's right or wrong, whether they are wrong in their evaluation or they've nailed it. When you have when you put that much time into this process and you come away and you say, this is the guy we want, and then you get him and you feel strongly about that. You've done the research. Look, they've done thousands of hours on research on what they were going to do with this pick or with this asset. And this was the guy that they liked so much that they didn't want to trade down because they didn't want to lose him. And they even thought about trading up. And the Packers were the same way with both Wyatt and Walker. Those were guys that they wanted. They wanted them and they were going to do whatever it took to get them. And that's what they did. And so for the Bucks, for them to come in with an approach with the guy that they want and then to come away with the guy that they want and clearly they're excited about it. And I think it's genuine. I don't think this is, you know, Horse just saying this because this is the guy they ended up with. I, I genuinely, it sounds like Horse is saying what in believing, saying what he believes. This is the guy they wanted. And again, for better or for worse. You know, at least at least they've done the, they've done thousands of hours of research. While we've been listening to Horst, I've had my eye on this 60-second video on a loop of Bochamp knocking down jumpers in a gym with like 100 people. And that's been about it. So for that reason, look, these are the these are the pros. We like him already. He seems great. Um he's athletic. Again, he was there last night. <laughs> uh, Dick from Waukesha, who just called. Singing Dick? Didn't want to go on air, but he wanted me to ask you if you think the Bucks talked to Giannis about this pick. Um, I don't know. I don't know that they need to. That's a good question. They might have said, hey, you know, I don't know. I don't know how involved Giannis was in the draft process. It, do, I, I I would I would almost think no. I I would agree. Do you do you think Giannis has had any involvement in the past couple drafts? In any of the drafts? Since, I don't think I guess since he became so. that superstar since they No, I don't think Giannis is like an Aaron Rodgers kind of type. Well, no, yeah, Giannis or, if you got to like how is Giannis not going to love this guy first of all? Yeah. Okay. I mean 
guy's got a great story. He gets drafted the night before Giannis's story is available on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> it's out right now, I believe. Uh, yeah, the 24th. Yeah. Oh, well, then what am I doing? Why are we here? Should I just play Disney+, Plus? should I just play the movie over, over the, the air? Because <laughs> I want to watch it. and You might get in trouble for that. No. I'm promoting it. It's promotion. Disney+. Plus. I'm giving Disney Plus a workout this week. I got Doctor Strange in. I got episode three of Miss Marvel. Oh, man. She's she's figuring out how to use her powers now. Ooh, a lot going on there, Tim. Lots going on. Um, but no, I don't, I don't know. Giannis, he's, he's been in Greece. He's been at uh, the premiere for the movie Rise. I don't know how involved he is. I'm sure... I, I'm sure Maybe horse they keeps put it in his head like, "Hey, this is." I'm what sure we're horse go keeps with. in touch with him a lot, yeah. or he's like, "Hey, this is a guy we're looking at. Uh, what do you think?" But I don't think like the buck stopped with Giannis. Like Giannis, like, doesn't what do you have the think? Do you like say, this guy? Giannis if... doesn't have the power to say, "No, I don't want him." Yeah. So I don't. I think he might have the power. No, they the Bucks might. Yeah. No, if Giannis said, "I don't want this guy," the Bucks would say. Figure it out. Giannis is not stopping a draft. And Giannis also won't, I don't think, say that. Maybe with some free agents, Chris Paul. 414-799-1250. I'm Bart. That's Tim. More coming up next on The Fan, including a big win for your Milwaukee Brewers. Got to talk about that for sure. More coming up. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.